Welcome to the Successful Mind Podcast, where you can expect cutting-edge information and strategies relating to success mindset, leadership, wealth creation, and relationships, all based in universal law and David Nagel's own experience as he rose from minimum wage forklift driver to multi-million dollar business owner. So, let's go. Hi, everyone. This is David Nagel, and welcome to the Successful Mind Podcast. All right. Today, we're going to talk about something that is um, really fascinating, and it's something I experienced in my own life, and I'm going to show you how to navigate through it yourself so that you, so that you can also um, learn how to develop this successful part of your mind. This is called Opportunity Disguised, and... What is really cool about this was how I actually experienced this in my life, how it actually showed up for me. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story and then kind of break it down for you as to what happened so that, you know, hopefully you you can get the benefit uh, of it yourself. So the first thing that I want to say, I'm going to say something kind of radical um, that, and I want to, to kind of get you to think, Okay. And here's what it is. Everybody on the planet has the same amount of money. Now, you may hear me talk about this in various different ways uh, over the years because it's something that, I'm, that I discuss uh, from a lot of different perspectives. But I want you to think about it in the, in the idea of opportunity being disguised. Everybody on the planet has the same amount of money They just might not be aware of it. Now, what does that mean? It means that if you come from the perspective of the resources that we need in life to basically live, money is the third resource that we need that is the most important. The first one being air, okay? We can't live for, you know, much more than three minutes without air. Uh, The next one would be water, three days without water, and we're headed uh, quickly to the grave. And the third one used to be food um, or food and shelter. But today, we live in a much different society than we did, you know, 100 years ago. Um, Most of the things that we need from a place of food and shelter, we do not, we, we no longer have the skill sets to be able to do that ourselves. So most people do not know how to grow their own food, cultivate their own food, store their own food, hunt their own food, whatever it is that your belief system is around food, uh, build their own house, build their own shelter, you know, do all of the things that are, you know, uh, required in there. Build, you know, make bowls and spoons and pots and beds and clothes and all that stuff. And from a day-to-day basis, most people don't have those skills. So the resource that we have developed as human beings that allow us to expand through that skill set and still be able to thrive and actually expand in the thriving is money. So money is number three. Now, if you come from the spiritual truth of everything that we need in order to be a success is already here, and money is number three, then I don't think from a spiritual perspective or a universal perspective 
that anybody would be in a situation where they're actually without money unless they're ignorant to the idea that it's there for them or they're being oppressed by some kind of government or entity that is keeping them from uh, making, earning, or creating the amount of money that they want. So let's put that aside for a second. The question is, how does money come to a person? Money always comes to a person through opportunity. It comes to a person through opportunity. So in keeping in tradition with the, with the successful mind, if we are going to earn the amount of money that we want to earn, to live the lifestyle that we choose to live for ourselves, to help other people live the lifestyle that they choose for themselves, to eradicate problems that have direct correlation with money in our life, we have to, we have to develop the ability, train our mind to see the opportunities that are going to allow us to do that. And you might think to yourself, well, what would be so difficult about that? Well, that's a good question. Um, Napoleon Hill, in his book, Think and Grow Rich, right in the introduction, mentioned the fact that this is a difficulty. Not only is it a difficulty, it's a huge problem. He called it the sly disguises of opportunity. And here's what he said, just a short paragraph, but it had a really big impact. He said, when opportunity came, it appeared in a different form and from a different direction than he had expected. That's one of the tricks of opportunity. It has the sly habit of slipping in the back door, and it often comes disguised in the form of misfortune or temporary defeat or being unfortunate. Perhaps this is why so many people fail to recognize opportunity. Now, here's the story. My personal story uh, it directly involves this ignorance around the idea of opportunity. The first thing I want to mention is this. He said, opportunities disguised. Well, an opportunity can't disguise itself. A person could disguise an opportunity, or we could, we could from our own ignorance and lack of training, um, not see an opportunity for what it really is, but see it for something else. And is that, that's exactly what a disguise is. A disguise is that you're seeing something not for what it really is or the truth in what it really is, but you're actually seeing it as something else. So we, in fact, can disguise an opportunity based on our own psychological and subconscious programming and our ignorance. In my case... I was working for two years with the idea in my head of trying to double my income. And I was making 20000 a year, and I was thinking to myself, if I could just get to forty, that it would really change my life and all my problems would go away. Now, that's a whole different story in ignorance. I can imagine that you're probably chuckling just thinking about it. Um, but that's where I was at that time in my life because I really thought that doubling my income would actually change everything, not realizing what caused me to be in the situation that I was in. But during this whole two years, while I was almost on a daily basis trying to figure out 
how can I double my income when I had limited resources, I had a limited amount of time, I was working six and a half days a week, um, I was working a tremendous amount of overtime every day, as much overtime as the company would give me so that I could make uh, as much money as I possibly could. How is it that I was going to, how was it that I could increase my income? I couldn't figure out how I was going to do this. The whole time I'm thinking about this, for two years, an opportunity was right next to me, it was in my life, um, that would allow me to not only double my income, but triple it and do it in 30 days. But I couldn't see it because my mind was disguising that opportunity as something that I did not want in my life. I could just have easily, easily called this lesson um, uh, attitude adjustment or how we see through the attitudes of our mind. Maybe I'll actually do that on an, another podcast down the road. But for right now, understand this, that I, once I got my mind straight, my income literally went from 20000 a year to 62000 a year, and it happened in a month. And prior to that, um, it, I was stuck. Nothing was changing. I was literally stuck at 20,000 a year and I was and I couldn't get it to budge. It would nothing would nothing move. Nothing was changing at all. So, how is it that all of a sudden uh, I removed this disguise in my mind and I was able to actually see something that I couldn't previously see yet it was there the whole time. Well, the more and more I was attempting to try to find a way to change my income, the more frustrated I was getting in the fact that it wasn't actually happening. So my attitude, which is a composite of the way that we think, that we feel, and we act, was actually getting worse rapidly on a daily basis. And I was showing up to work with the worst attitude a person could possibly have. I was constantly being reprimanded, um, I was getting in trouble, I was arguing with people, I was not doing a good job, there were days where I didn't show up to work. I was just having, a, it was a very difficult time in my life. And on, a, on a, a, a Tuesday, it was a Tuesday morning, I believe, um, this was in a, a suburb just outside of Chicago, a suburb was called Lyle, Illinois. Uh, it was in the middle of winter, it was like February. Extremely cold, I'm working on the dock, I'm absolutely exhausted. And I start, I break down and I literally break down into tears. And I'm thinking, why can't I figure this out? How can I change this? How do I get out of this situation? And a voice in my head said, David, change your attitude. And I thought to myself, you know, I had been hearing that since I was a little kid because when I was a kid in school, I really didn't get good grades. I was too busy messing around. I really was not interested in school. Um, my parents moved me around a hell of a lot as a kid. So there was a lot of other things going on in my life that, that, that through all of that, I was just losing interest altogether. Um, and I think that in the situation that I was in right now, all of a sudden those two things kind of came together in my head. 
here's where things weren't going well in my past. Here was a solution that I was being given, even though nobody told me how to change my attitude. They didn't even tell, tell me what an attitude was. Um, and now I'm coming face to face with it at, at this time, which is the, the worst experience I was having at that point in my life. And I'm hearing it again, David, change your attitude. So I thought, okay, what is an attitude? And what I did was I took a person who was much more successful than myself, but basically started off in the same kind of place that I was in life. And I said, what is the difference between him and I? And I recognized three things immediately, okay? One was that he loved what he did. The other one was that he must have done a fantastic job at what he did because he built a huge food import company. And the third thing was that um, uh, he treated everybody with total respect. I watched this, this gentleman uh, work with uh, the employees and other people that worked at the company that we worked with, and he was always very kind and respectful to everybody that uh, he would communicate with. So I recognized those as attributes of this person's attitude, and I said, I'm going to change those three things in myself. And I decided that I was going to act like I love what I did. I was going to come to work every day, regardless, didn't matter how I felt, that didn't matter. I was coming to work every day, period. Taking off was no longer an option. And I was going to do every job to the very best of my ability when I did show up, and that I was going to treat every person with total respect. Now, I went through this whole argument with the little voice in your mind that says you're never going to do this, you've never stuck to anything, what makes you think this is going to change. I went through that whole battle in my head and I did it anyway. Every day I showed up, I acted like I loved what I did. I did the very best work that I knew how to do at the time and I treated everybody with complete respect. Now what this allowed me to do was it allowed me to see something that I previously ridiculed out of my own ignorance, out of my own frustration, out of my own lack mindset, out of my own arrogance, and actually see it as a possibility for me to do something different. Because twice a week, there was a, a, a man by the name of Drew Batty uh, who lived in Whiting, Indiana, who used to drive a fuel truck that would come to our, um, where we worked uh, twice a week. And what his job was, was to fill up the, the, we called them reefers. They were not the reefer that you smoke, but they were refrigerated trailers, okay? Because we dealed in, in food supplies. So he had to fill those with diesel fuel and he also filled the trucks on site. And uh, he could tell that I was struggling with something. And I had had a conversation with him. And over a two-year period of time, we had gotten to know each other. And he said to me, um, you don't really want to stay here, do you? And I said, no, I would love to do something else. I really want to increase my income, but I don't know how. And he said to me, why don't you come to work where I'm working? And immediately, my attitude began to slip. And I started to ridicule what he did, make fun of what he did. And he told me that that year he had made $50,000. That totally changed my perspective 
on everything when he said that to me. It allowed me to start to consider possibly that maybe if I would shut up for a moment and really see the possibility in something else that there was an opportunity for me to get out of the situation that I was in. Well, to make a really long story short, I took that opportunity within a week, and within a month, my income had tripled. And it, it, it tripled because I no longer saw what Drew did for a living is something that I didn't want to do or something I didn't want any part of. I had a lot of judgment about what Drew did. Now you would say, why would I have judgment? Well, he drove a fuel truck. I thought that's, that's um, like insanely dangerous, like he's driving a bomb uh, on wheels, right? Um, he always smelled like diesel fuel, so I would, I would make fun of him for that. And here I am, working on a dock in the freezing cold, like I have life all that much better, right? It was just out of my own ignorance and my poor attitude. But the, the difference, the real difference, was that this opportunity existed around me for two years and I couldn't see it because I was refusing to change the way that I thought and it was more out of my own ignorance than it was out of... Um, uh, just not will, being willing to. I had to get to the place where that was like the last thing left to change. Um, you know, so it kind of happened by, you know, deducing there's nothing else left to change. You might as well try this and see how it works. But I remember then, a few years later when I was introduced to Napoleon Hill's work and I read that paragraph on the slide Disguises of Opportunity, I thought to myself, that is absolutely 100% real. That opportunity literally was around me for two years and I couldn't see it. it. It appeared disguised as something else. Now, in the work that I've been doing for the last 20 plus years, one of the things that I help people do is see the opportunity to be, do, or have whatever it is that they want because it already has to be in their life based on the law of polarity. It must be in your life. Um, the problem is, is that generally it's disguised and you can't see it. So when you make a shift in the way that you think, when you develop a successful mind, you're able to see the opportunities that are going to take you far and beyond where you are right now so that you truly can live that life that Napoleon Hill talked about when he said that, um, uh, every person literally has the ability to be far more successful than they truly are. So that is a nugget of thought for today. This is David Nagel, and I'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the Successful Mind podcast. As my gift to you for joining me today, I invite you to go to www.davidnagel.com forward slash start here that's www.davidn as in Nancy, E A G L E dot com forward slash S T A R T H E R E and pick up my free report. Also, it would be fantastic if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts since it helps more people find the show. I appreciate any and all feedback since it really helps me grow on this journey together. I will see you all next week. Just believe.